2: Welcome back, everybody.
1: We, we finally got it together.
2: We did, yes. This is much better. That was funny, though. I mean, like, trying to organize last night. I went from trying to record in a garage to outside <laughs> to a bedroom.
1: Yeah, it was, t- it was just too difficult. I mean, I, I, was, I was pleading with our, with our listeners to have an understanding. Well, you know what I was paranoid about? Because I'm, I'm in Val skiing. You know, yeah. and I'm I'm publicly skiing on Instagram. I was very paranoid that people would be thinking, "Oh, he's 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 forgotten about us because he's skiing," but it actually wasn't the case. I mean, we we literally spent almost it, an well, actually we did spend an hour it was over trying, an hour. Yeah. yeah, trying to organize uh, <laughs> the thing, and it just was not working.
2: It was so funny because first we tried to do a treeway call and that, with Aiden, sure that was too hard, and then second, I finally found a quiet space, and then some guy comes along with. Where, what's the thing that blows leaves was be- yeah, a, a leaf blower was, there's no fucking leaves here he's just walking around blowing so <laughs> it's just like a nightmare oh my god
1: yeah it was too it was too frustrating so anyway uh just for so our listeners know early on uh what what's ahead in this episode uh we're going to talk a little bit about uh affection and you know uh how much affection should you give, you know, how, you know, uh, for, for guys that are uncomfortable with or for people that are uncomfortable with affection. And I guess looking at intimacy in general. So that's coming up. And part of that is inspired by the fact that I, I chatted to my brother. He's heading towards a one-year anniversary in his relationship with his lovely girlfriend. And we were talking a bit about, um, you know, the the things he he, uh, he loves and the things that he struggles with in terms of being in a relationship, particularly after that, you know, that honeymoon period ends. Uh, so those are kind of uh, those are kind of the the main themes uh, of this of this episode. So stay tuned for that. But first and foremost, Katie, we have a lot of new listeners as a result of this article in the Irish Times.
2: That's amazing. Um, I'm 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 glad that uh, there'll be a lot more fans of Katie Buckley.
1: <laughs> but were you upset? Oh, yes. <laughs> were you upset about Katie Buckley? No,
2: I didn't give a shite. I kind of thought, look, if anybody googles the shift and they want to find me they'll find me so it's grand I thought it was funny I was I was more upset how she phrased our bo- as our podcast as not hysterical <laughs> yeah so I but like, I know
1: what she meant by that I know what she and, meant and, and in
2: fairness in
1: fairness like when we had our conversation she was saying to me because she loves the shift number one but she was saying to me that I, I didn't find it funny I hope you don't mind me saying I didn't find it funny and I was like no it's not meant to be funny in that way you know especially those early apps like it's trying to be dirty you know in those in those early episodes yeah and informative so uh yeah yeah and you know the but 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 i didn't expect actually when we when i went for the interview i didn't think that she was going to talk about the shift but she brought up the shift like straight away and it has been a big it has been a big boost to the podcast so i was feeling extra pressure on this episode which i also think added to the stress of uh of yesterday you know
2: yeah and like in fairness like um to her, no. It's great that she wrote about it. I don't mind. She messed up my name at all. To be honest, um, uh, these things happen, you know. And
3: um, yeah,
1: and and um, I think as well for any new listeners out there, because th- I think there are a lot of you. I recommend you go back to the beginning. That's the best way to get hooked. Go all the way back to the start, and you'll have loads of listening. And sure, you won't be up. At, you won't be back. At, I, I don't even listen to this episode. Yeah. Go all the way back to the beginning. Listen to all the eps, and then by the time you come back to this sure it'll it'll be a month from now and you you'll be a proper shifty yeah uh, by the be time a shifty, you get to
2: that. and you can go through the whole you'll go through the whole roller coaster of emotions <laughs> um so yeah and um did you read it i read part of it yeah
1: yeah you read the part about your own fucking yeah. name you just <laughs> cared about the shift how did you not read the whole thing Kay?
2: What, what kind of? Because uh, someone like didn't. I didn't actually even look it up online. Someone just sent me a screenshot
1: of, of your of the Katie bar. And I'll trial. tell
2: you why I didn't read it. Because I'm in bloody LA and I'm on my holidays.
1: <laughs> you're not on your holidays. You're working, and I'm
2: on my fucking holidays too. By the way, I know, but I didn't. Okay, sorry. Did you read that article about me in the in the Irish Independent? Did you not read that one? <laughs>
1: Did you did you did you have one? No, no, but
2: I will read it. Like it's on my to. It's no, on that my th- was
1: my article too. It's,
2: yeah, that's yours too. Thanks, Des. I'm kind of a friend. Be my friend forever. I'm just writing on it. Um, no, yeah, I read that part where it said my name as well. They got my name right. Um, no, I, uh, I, it's not actually is on my to do list for my plane. I just haven't had a chance. Like even here now, I know I am work.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. You don't have, you don't have to read it. It's fine. But I would have just, I would have just been. I would have been uh I would have been happy with a f- with a few conversation starters for our for our intro, you know?
2: Oh, did you want me to I would like I just it just I just I've been no. so busy. I just I'm just look, joking around. I'm just joking around. I know it all, do you know? <laughs> so I can still ask. But um You think you know it all? I know it all, does okay. And I did have a read part I did read of it, but then I had to like hop in an Uber. I've just been so busy here, do you know, running around all day and then doing the shows I'm at night. Only
1: I'm only I'm only kidding to So um, friend me on Instagram. So anyway, still. um you said you're gonna
2: unfollow me on Instagram. That's our friendships over now.
1: Yeah, that, that is not the case. We're 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 tied, we're tied at the hip now. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. But uh let's let's talk you know, it's it's interesting when I was talking to my brother, uh, this whole thing about you know being comfortable comfortable or uncomfortable with affection came up. And, you know, I, I thought it was a good topic. I feel like a lot of people must uh have opinions on that and certainly have their own experiences with that
2: the I was reading up about um because I knew we were going to do this so I read like an article on psychology today I love those articles but they were saying that they did like a, a test on a group of people um who like a group of couples and they did this thing where you had to uh compliment each other and they were kind of the the couples who aren't comfortable like the people who aren't comfortable with affection it was more just because it made them feel vulnerable and they didn't want to get rejected if they gave it. So it was like interesting. Yes. And then it was like, it was so also they were afraid that the their partner wouldn't be comfortable with it and they might get rejected. But the results showed, because they tested the hormones levels, that everybody was happier once they got the affection or the compliments. Um, so it was really, it was really interesting.
1: And... Um, um, um what what did you take from that
2: oh well i i love giving compliments to people and i love giving affection so that's fine but i've no i don't think i'm i'm i don't think i struggle with being vulnerable or being rejected so i think it's just more for people who are a little insecure um about just like getting over that and just being like if you want to just it, yeah it's, it was really just for people you
1: think it's that you do you, you really think it's that simple
2: uh i don't i don't know i think like baby steps but I think you have to get out of your head because it's all you like do you know what I mean when you're worrying about that stuff it's all like if I were with someone and they weren't giving me affection because they were worried I would reject it I would never no one's going to and if they do reject it really that's their issue but like I think most people you know want to feel a little loved or feel a little touched or a little by their partner of course or feel complimented like I can't see why you would hold it back and I do think if you start doing little things, you're you're going to build up your confidence. So if you're like, oh, I feel kind of uncomfortable. I don't want to grab their hand. But then when you do, then it makes it easier for the next thing. It makes it, does that make sense?
1: In an ideal world, yes, it makes sense. <laughs> but uh, obviously people are struggling with, obviously, excuse me. <clears throat> obviously people are struggling with these things.
2: Yeah, of course. Look, how, how have you figured out like how to be, do you still, in your last relationship, were you still struggling with affection? Or did, did it ever become like an issue where the person was like, we need to fix this? that you, Or do you feel like you're faking it when, you, when you're when you given affection? Do you enjoy it? What do you think? Do you worry about it?
1: Uh, let me answer all those five questions. Now. <laughs> I'm just um, so, so stressed out. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it, it's an issue in the sense that like, I, I'm not a, a naturally affectionate guy so if if somebody feels like it's not enough it you know it gets brought up you know so that that's like that's something that you have to deal with you know and there are times where I guess you you know I guess there's times where you have to figure out when is it okay when when is it up to you to push past whatever shit you're dealing with in terms of why you're not coming forward with Affection, you know, including perhaps some of the stuff you were talking about there about like perhaps some deep seated sort of like some, you know, there's some there's some deep seated maybe like messages within yourself that are hard to make sense of that may have you sort of being slightly afraid to sort of step forward into that vulnerability that you're talking about, you know, so you have to decide when is it that. And when is it also time for the other person to understand that, like, if you're being slightly uncomfortable, they need to just back off a bit. Because, obviously, being affectionate towards somebody, that's actually a lot easier for me. But sometimes there are times where it's just like there are certain uh, aspects of, like, physical affection that just at certain times can feel just like a bit, like, ugh, a bit cringe. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, that, and, that's a good point. And I've, I, I'm not saying that... I'm right or wrong to feel that way and I'm not saying the person is right or wrong to be sort of like leaning in with the affection but I do think like in a good relationship like you know in all my relationships if if ever it's come up like oh okay you can be you can be a bit cold sometimes say for example um, which I got to think a lot of people have experienced in their relationships where one or the other is, is being a bit cold but at times where the person has, has said like oh you're being a bit cold you know. There will be times where I'll I'll just be like, yeah, sorry, I'm just whatever. This is going on or that's going on, and try to make an effort. But then there will be other times where I'll I'll just have to ask for like a bit of a break because there's just uh, you know, there's just something fucking going on or some stress or so, you know. And, and I'm finding it difficult to receive that you
2: know yeah and that's that's a good point as well because especially if someone is 100% uncomfortable with it and someone who's like overtly affectionate will have to kind of be like okay I need to baby steps with them and you can't be like smothering the person either so that's a good that's a good point too and did you ever like what like how did you ever communicate did you find that easy to communicate you're like feeling uncomfortable with all the affection to the person and did they handle it well
1: Oh, I mean, I've communicated it many times.
2: See, that's good as well. Just fucking talking. Well,
1: you, you have no choice.
2: Yeah, like, get <laughs> it's off. It's either me.
1: that or fucking <laughs> sit there like you're in the fucking electric chair,
2: <laughs> <laughs> jumping all over you, kissing are, are
1: you. Have you never gone out? Have you never gone out with a guy that's like not been great with the uh, the affection?
2: Um, not. I've gone, I actually had a date with a guy who was overly affectionate, and it fucking freaked me out. It was too much, too soon. Um, but. I ha- yeah, I have had guys who are not comfortable with the affection. like But like like a bit, one guy was really rude about it. he uh, we I think it was like a third date or something. And we were walking down the street and I w- went to hold his hand. And he was like, what are we, 13? We don't need to hold hands. Oh, yeah. And he was like, um, I don't own you. I just think it's so ridiculous. People wa- like, it seems like, a-. and I was like, oh, whatever.
1: You know, it's not really a case of being uncomfortable with affection all the time. Uh, it's more just a, a case of just sometimes it can be, sometimes it can just, and th- this was the thing that I was saying about that. I, I mentioned this to Aiden, but I'll, I'll, I'll just make sure that, you know, a hundred percent. And if, if there's a bit of repetition, people can, uh, people can deal with that. But sometimes it just, I you know, I, I wish it wasn't the case, but it, uh, it can feel just like physically uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Like at certain times, it's just like, uh you know i just i just kind of need some you know i just kind of need some space you know
2: no i know i look i know and that's the other thing as well just kind of realizing that the other person it it makes them feel yeah it's hard because i just love it i could probably be a bit too needy in relationships i'm like touch me all the time (laughs) so but yeah you have to know the other person's limit um and what what like I mean,
1: it, it 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 changes though as you're in a relationship for longer. That's the thing, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I like all relationships about it's about communication. I mean, I've had I've had some quite long relationships, and obviously different. You know, different people are different. Like when I was going out with Shenzhen, the Chinese girl, like the fucking Chinese are not affectionate, so it never came up. <laughs> <laughs> it never came up in our relationship, you know. the, the fucking cold communist fucking Chinese girl really suited me, you know that's so, so funny it that's, never, it, that's it
2: fine just find your find your person find your person who's who's gonna be less affectionate that's that's great aw you need to go back to China des
1: Katie did, it's 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 not it's not always that simple.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny actually because yeah when I was dating the Eastern European they're not like um, super affectionate either but he didn't mind me just being like okay we're holding hands now or I'm gonna hug you now <laughs> but I also didn't but yeah I guess sorry go ahead yeah i guess i also i i just do it i guess i don't be like oh they're not holding my hand now or oh they're not hugging me now so i think that's the thing where someone's like i kind of need this and i'm not getting it and then they don't communicate it and then they get really frustrated and then the other person's like it didn't even fucking occur to me because that makes me feel really uncomfortable so it didn't occur so that's the other thing i think that's the other side of it
1: yeah, well, you know, obviously there's a problem if somebody says, Well, you should be affectionate, it's like, Okay, I get it, I should be, but I, I, I'm not and I don't mind if you tell me that I need to step up. Like, that's fine, you know. Yeah. Like I think I think I've always been happy to be challenged in that department. I mean you're gonna grow. You're gonna grow, you know, when when you're being challenged on this, you know. Uh and obviously you you've you've strengthened. You know, you, every person has like strengths and weaknesses, you know. So I like the being challenged part. But you know, I also I also think that uh you you have to yeah, you have to accept the person that, that you're with. Like I, I literally don't mind being told like, Hey, can you just give me more affection? But I don't like when somebody's like, You should be more affectionate with me and it's like, Okay, I get I get that you think that I should be <laughs> But there are literally times where I am fucking clueless as to your 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 need for it, you know?
2: Yeah, and and like so, this is something that just popped into my head. But let's say you, let's say for example, you kind of struggle with affection, but like sex, sex to me. It-
1: but it's really intimacy, you know. It it's really affection, like the the affection. Is like an expression of like you know love and an expression of togetherness and it's like reassuring and it releases all these hormones and stuff like that. Although I don't know the science behind it, but but it the the feeling I guess the the thing that probably is triggering people to be uncomfortable is you know the intimacy part and the intimacy part it gets into that yeah vulnerability stuff that they're talking about in the but isn't you know in the thing that you read
2: but isn't it funny that like most people can have sex which is like you're naked it's very intimate you're you know your two bodies whatever they're inside you um and then the next morning you can kind of feel uncomfortable about maybe being intimate and sending a text or doing a phone call or it's just interesting because that's very you know that's very physical and intimate um
1: yeah but the thing is that a lot of people hide from their intimacy issues with sex yeah that that that's that's a thing that goes down
2: you know, like I listen to my friends and how they're more comfortable having sex with guys than giving them a phone call and how they might have had sex with someone, but they're like, should I text them? And I'm like, but you know, you guys that, like, to, so to me, that's so intimate. And like, you were like, it's just, it's an interesting sort of how we can nearly compartmentalize those two things. Like you might be uncomfortable seeing them the next day and holding their hand, but you probably like, but it was fine the sexual act. So it's just it's a, it's just something that came into my head there. I was just like
1: I get Yeah, because it's 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 the it's the the conflict between you know what's going on with you emotionally deep within yourself and the f- the physical side. I mean, the physical side is 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 a lot particularly in the early infatuation stage, the physical side is a lot easier to navigate. It's actually way less complicated. Yeah. The it the, there's just it there's just, the, the the infatuation dynamics are so much easier to navigate yeah. in terms of intimacy. I mean, they're difficult to navigate as we've seen in terms of, you know, the texting and and who, you know, who's comfortable, what we, you know, cuz people miss are, aren't clear on on where their relationship is at. So, it can be difficult to navigate in terms of the emotions of how much does this person like me? How much do I like them? But it's not difficult to navigate the the emotional stuff of you know affection and you know the stuff that might kick off what we're talking about today i mean the two very different things
2: yeah yeah no no i do remember now like that we're talking about it i do remember with my ex-boyfriend in ireland being like like the longer lot long, when we were dating long term saying to him that i needed more affection that he wasn't giving me enough
1: oh right yeah
2: um and he was like oh for fuck's sake fine
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i think i you know i i, I think I think it's 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 more of a male thing I think and that might come down to like what they call toxic masculinity it might come down to other stuff you know uh it might be cultural you know but I I think it's more difficult for men to give affection I think it's more difficult for men to be comfortable with that affection
2: Yeah but I think like for people who who do struggle with it I guess thinking about why might help as well you know um my
1: but the why was, is personal for everybody. Yeah,
2: like I I wonder as well if I'm affectionate because my mum my would say, uh, like if she was like angry or whatever, and then, uh, you know, if if I were about to go outside, if it was in the middle of a fight, she'd be like, now we, we, we can't leave uh, on a fight because uh, we, we might die. So you better say I love you because I might die. <laughs> so maybe I have a bit of anxi- anxiety where I have to be like, hey, I love you. <laughs> Don't die. Oh. So...
1: I mean, Katie, we we all know that. There's a lot of unresolved issues. <laughs>
2: I know what I'm saying, so maybe my affection isn't even healthy. <laughs> maybe I can tell toe. To I, I, you know, I use the eff- Well, I
1: mean, who I I, yeah, I I who knows, you know? I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be giving yourself too much of a time. <laughs> I you know, you're an affectionate person. It's it's fine. I know, I do. It's good. It's po- it's positive. Like it's it, it, it's very positive that you're an affectionate person. <laughs> I wouldn't be I wouldn't be going to look for anything too negative, you know? On 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 a separate note, I would suggest you know, c- talking to somebody about your relationship with your mother but that's come up before too so we'll talk about <laughs> that. I need to that. go to a therapist but can I just say can I just say but in relation to when you brought up early on in the conversation this this experiment about affection oh, yeah. and how it brings up people's vulnerabilities I, I, I think when you do go and talk to somebody about your mom I think you will understand what those people were going through a bit more. I, I, I think I, I think it might make more sense than when you 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 become clearer on the things that uh trigger some perhaps some of this negative stuff from your childhood cuz i i think some of that stuff the 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 tapes that are running around in those people's heads the the things that make them afraid to step forward because of fear of rejection a lot of that is probably you know it's like a an old tape Played a long time ago and it can be very hard for people to break out of those you know no and i do and it can be very easy to fall back into them
2: i i do think like i do understand when i'm saying so like oh i'm like you know because i'm gonna gonna actually sound like a hypocrite when i say that because yes it's i find it very easy to be vulnerable and put myself out there and kind of be like hey what's the story and get rejected usually but to be honest
1: yeah but yeah but but that you're, you're talking about hitting on people and stuff
2: yeah, well, I'm talking about like affection in short term. All of that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do understand in one way because in in my ho- in a long, long time, I've never dated someone that I'm like, oh, this could probably go somewhere. Because for me, that's like, like I usually date these kind of non-committal guys, you know, in, in general. Like, I kind of kind of half know it's not going to work out, or they're kind of messed up, or they have problems, and they usually um, first date will be talking about like serious fucked up shit and I'm like yeah I'll try date this guy <laughs> but you know so I think for I do understand that I would find if a really nice guy who had his shit together came up and was like I and mean, it seemed like it go, could go somewhere I would find that very very vulnerable and I don't know if I I, w- I would have a lot of work to do before I could pursue that so that's I, I can kind of understand in that regard like I'm not even able to say to the listeners oh a serious relationship. I can't even give advice on how to give affection long term because I, I never last uh, long. So, yeah. So that's why I guess you're much better for that. Like, because you had a, you were nearly engaged. You were engaged, right?
1: I was engaged. Yeah. And did
2: you did any of those factors come into it? So, like, that, that, did you feel that when you were together? We,
1: we went through all that stuff. We we that 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 came up numerous times.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we 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 battled through it.
2: Well, I guess and um, so. Your advice would be just to keep communicating and keep trying.
1: Well, I mean I, I I I'm not down. I'm, you know, I I don't have advice. I you know, I you just got to you got to like you obviously you have to communicate, you have to push past it, but then you also have to like you got to get a bit of leeway from, you know, it, it it's it's give and take, you know.
2: Yeah. And did you feel that as well? So like those people who were like they just felt so you're saying because I think more as well with some guys they're just maybe not even thinking about it, or they're not comfortable with it, but do do you think as well it is that feeling like that if you were to start giving your partner affection, that she would that you're afraid that they would reject you, or is it just more you're just not going see the thing the thing, that's what the the study thing was that
1: that's, yeah, but that that's onestu but like that's like a, that's when you dig deep into it, yeah, most people are not con- that's not like a conscious thing in people's mind that's the thing. You know, it's like when you dig into it, you realize, oh, that's what's driving it. All right. But most people aren't aware of that. You have to, you have to like, you have to, uh, you know, get real honest. You know, you like the. the I guess I, I didn't read that study, by the way. I'm just going on the quick thing that you said. But coming to understand what might be driving your behavior comes from like uh, some sort of journey of serious honesty with yourself, yeah. you know, and like it's it's a complicated thing more than just one study but it you know if somebody's you know has a repetitive pattern that's causing a negative outcome in their life you 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 need to get into that i mean that's i guess what cbt is you know when i was talking to caroline foreign she was talking about cbt you know people can go back to these like trigger moments in their life that may have sort of begun a negative pattern you know
2: yeah and do you think though like let's say if someone's listening to this and they're just like i'm just fucking uncomfortable with affection but if they just actively were like baby steps okay with my partner if they're like okay today i'm gonna make an effort to you know hug them when they get up or whatever so baby steps they might be able to like slowly but truly well, i mean
1: you you have to make it you have I, I i don't know but you have to make an effort so if it's come up as an issue in your relationship if you want the relationship to work, you have to make the effort. Yeah. You you know, you absolutely have to make the effort. So so there's no, you know, th- th- there's no like, there's no if, ends, or buts around that, you know? Yeah. And then you would hope that you have a partner that, you know, understands that sometimes like, oh, you know, sometimes it's just a little uncomfortable for you, yeah. you know? And then, you know, sometimes people's, you know, sometimes people might be looking for something, you know, like too often or, you know, they they might have their own like, shit going on like they need constant reassurance which they need to work on themselves you know like obviously this is we're talking about like what i think a lot of men will identify with which is just like not being naturally affectionate but obviously there are other people that sort of like may need too much reassurance or you know not not comfortable enough themselves to realize like oh if you're if you're not just getting constant affection that it doesn't mean that they don't love you it's just that they're busy or they're distracted or they're just like fucking tired you know so I, obviously, it, that's why I say you know it's a it's it's a back and forth thing. It's a two people relationship thing. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think most people in long term relationships come to a point where one or other of the partners it seems to be withdrawing, seems to have gotten cold, seems to have you know the, the, you will always hit these emotional roadblocks. I do think you know.
2: Yeah, I remember like when I when I was with my the only long term relationship I had, but I had said it to him like, oh, I need more compliments, and he was like. Well, if you ask for it, it kind of takes away from me giving it, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so, it's hard as well, you know. The other person has to be like, okay, I'll, I'll make an effort, not like fucking defensive on it either, you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I've been in that scenario numerous times. It, you know, somebody would say, but you don't even, you don't even say that I look good yeah. or whatever, and you know, you it's easy to be defensive, you know, and be like.
2: No, that's yes, true. Yes, I do. Or, yeah.
1: But, but, but at the same time, like, sometimes you have to take it on. And sometimes you have to go, oh, yeah, I don't make enough of an effort in that department. And then other times you have to go, like, is she being a bit needy? But, you know, I, I think more often than not, if somebody's expressed, like a, like, a dissatisfaction like that, you can take it on. I mean, obviously, pride. I think pride gets in the way a lot of the times. And, you know, when you get – you're in a relationship a long time. Like, weird dynamics kick in. It gets competitive. So, you know, you don't want to give in, you know, because you get defensive. It, like, everybody gets defensive a lot you know in relationships but usually if you step back and you go okay let me think about this objectively when we're away from the the energy of the situation uh, you know how 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 tough would it be for me to just be like honey you know to just in the future to just be like honey you look lovely or or, you know uh, I probably haven't told you enough that I loved you you know like obviously you can just you know make the effort you know Mm -hmm. and it will most likely make things better you know yeah yeah, but in terms of anybody out there that thinks they might have, like, issues around intimacy and stuff like that, you do have to... You have to tackle it head on, yeah. you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, jeez.
1: Yeah, you, 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 you can't sit with it, you know?
2: It's, look, it's just... It's, it's, it's scary. It all is to do, yeah, with rejection or, like, letting letting someone have... Because um, I hate... I hate... I don't know if you ever feel this way. My thing is um I hate how people have nearly control over my happiness. So once I let, once I start to have feelings for a guy and like in my head, I'm like, okay, if it doesn't work out, I know it'll be fine and I always am eventually fine. But there is that moment where when they hurt you, you're like, oh, I can't believe I let, I can't believe I gave you the power. And that's fine and then you get over it, but I think that's the that's the thing where you're just like giving yourself to someone or, so I don't know long-term, but I know the, the, the start when it starts yeah, to become a relationship.
1: Yeah, but fear of getting hurt in relationships is it's it's rational to a degree, I think. Yes. I think in that early part it it it's it's good to protect yourself until you you feel that things are are more stable because you know, it it is very easy to get hurt in those early stages where you do open yourself up and then you get hurt. But I mean, getting hurt is not the end of the world, but um I think there's a certain amount of rational fear there rather than a deep-seated sort of uh, well, you know, like toxic. You know, uh, I don't know what the word. I don't know what they use in CBT for like a for like a negative pattern, but yeah, I would I would consider some of that fear to be to be rational. Did you, did you know? And
2: did you ever have like so? Even though that you're not super comfortable with affection, and I know you said that the girl from China was just, but that was like culture. But did you ever have a girl where? You wanted a bit more affection, and they weren't giving it, and then you had to like kind of be like, "Wait a second, has that ever happened to you?"
1: Mm. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "This is brilliant." She hates me. <laughs> Not even talking. Yeah, no, but like
1: I yeah, I, I, like, listen, uh, uh, there, there are, uh, there are obviously aspects of things that I would want from my partner in a relationship, uh, but I've, i I've, I've never been, been, been desperately looking for more on on the affection front. Perhaps I might be looking for more on the, you know, I I don't know, any number of fronts, like understanding about, you know, like what I would like to do or, uh, you know, um, I'm just, by the way, I'm just talking about now from things that I would want from my end in terms of that I'm not getting enough. Uh, you know, just I—I I, I don't know. I'm just getting too fucking old. There's just too many fucking relationships running through yeah. my brain when I start thinking about these. Oh things. my god! I know that we're but, doing it. Uh, I'm like,
2: I need to go get into a serious relation. And it's so funny because sometimes when we do this, I'm like, I really like become. And I wonder if the listeners, do you guys ever get that where you're like, oh fuck, this is me? Because I like at the start of it. I'm like, yeah, 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 just be, throw yourself out there. And then I'm like, actually, I'm so scared of rejection in a serious relationship. <laughs> funny like i need to go get into one so we can talk about that on the pod
1: yeah i mean rejection in a relationship is not the end of the world though you know
2: yeah but i mean like yeah it's just yeah it's just it's scary you know you're giving someone control of your happiness and yeah it's just yeah it's sometimes it's easier just to be alone and have like these little um non things that aren't going to work out. Um but that's not that's not good.
1: Yeah, well, being single's fun. Like I'm single right now and it's super fun. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. I I'm very content right now to be single, but at the same time, you know, there there are there are things in a relationship that will help you grow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That
1: that that's the truth. There 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 are, there are things when you're you know, sharing your life with somebody that will will challenge you and help you grow not to mention obviously all the all the things that it brings we're not just talking about relationships in terms of how they can help you grow but but i mean you can't just turn around well i mean i don't think it's cool to turn around and be like oh being single is so fantastic and and not pretend that there are there are positives that can happen out of being in a relationship i mean i've never been a big fan of believing all the sort of like fan fantasy riddled Uh, romantic notions about what a relationship should be. I think people's expectations on relationships can be way too high but on the flip side I also think that if you don't, if you just think, oh, being single is so much easier, it's so much fun, I I think you are missing out on stuff. I definitely don't, I don't don't
2: think that but yeah, I understand what you're saying. I would love, I would love a a, a proper relationship but I just haven't, I don't, yeah, it just hasn't happened, happened yet but I, I do think it's very scary. But
1: this isn't, yeah, this isn't just about in a, in a relationship. It's just that some of these issues that we're talking about are things that can come up when you've been with... Because, you know, the intimacy is deeper. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the truth. These things are triggered by deeper intimacy. You don't have that deeper in- intimacy in the infatuation stage. No. You think you do, but it's not. It's infatuation. It's a whole other range of emotions. When you get to know somebody deeper... So here's, here's what the, the therapists say. Why people struggle with intimacy is, if you just look at the word... It sounds like into me see that you are fucking people are seeing deeper into you. And most people, when push comes to shove, when they're naked, they feel exposed and vulnerable and they're afraid for people to find out who they really are. Because a lot of people deep down inside have a concern that they're not good enough, yeah. that they're not worth, they're not worthy of love.
2: Yeah.
1: All these things, when you, when you, you get close to somebody and, and deeper into relationship with somebody. That shit can get triggered. And nobody, nobody likes facing the reality that there might be some self-hatred there. There might be some you know, lack of self-belief. The, you, you know, there might be some, some, some deep-seated hurt. But that shit will get kicked off yeah. in a relationship. That's why people struggle with intimacy.
2: No, I actually...
1: The affection thing, the affection thing is just a key that opens the door.
2: No, it's so, it's so true what you're saying because I, I completely... I think a lot of people are gonna relate to that like, oh, when they know the true me, if they reject that then how are you gonna handle that? Um, no it's that's really yeah, Jesus. I had a I had
1: a A lot of people don't feel like I'm worth um um like they'll if they really knew me they would love me. A lot of people don't feel that
2: yeah I, I had a guy that I, I quite liked and he said um that he didn't like himself and he thought that thought about that about that a lot. And um what i said to him was you know if you view yourself through the way your friends do or even as like obviously i think you're a great person so if you view yourself the way your friends or your family do like they obviously see you as great so if you can try to see what they see because it's t- it's just like
1: i know but i know oh, it's, it's, hard. It's, it's 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 not it, it's never going to work on an equation yeah, it 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 has to work on an emotional level. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You want to try to fix them, you know, but it it it's 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 a it's more difficult than that, you know.
2: Yeah, I
1: try. I use especially especially if especially if he was getting close to you and, and you were triggering that off in him, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: but that's that's what's wonderful about a relationship. If you can get through that, you know.
2: Yeah, but the if somebody can
1: help you, to, if somebody can help you to get to a stage where you realize you're worthy of that love, then that is a that's a blessing.
2: But the problem is, people don't even. A lot of the time, people will not let you get past that. They'll just be like, "Fuck it, I'm out. Push it, push it away." And I've done it myself. Well, the,
1: yeah, but that's that a hundred percent. People do that. Yeah, I mean, many's the film. Many's the film has that theme in it. Why are you pushing people away? Why can't you, you know? Like that—that—that's a—that's a big theme in in human relationships, you know, the pushing away. People push away in various different ways. People, you know, they—they they don't leave, but they—they they separate, they close off, they get busy, they hide and work. You know, loads of people. There's there's just so many different ways to, you know, and that's why. Well, I I I I would assume that the best relationships they find ways to, uh, work through those different things. Yeah. I, I I would assume so, but I I I don't think this is really just uh, about relationships. I mean, it's really you know it's really just about people like finding freedom. But I do I do think that like because over the years I did all this therapy, and sometimes you feel like you you you, you want you want to understand yourself so deeply, and that once you have that information, and then you know, then you can find like enlightenment. Like somehow suddenly you're 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 cured. You're, you know, you're, you're now an enlightened being that understands everything. But in practice, none of these things are as easy. So actually the therapy is really only like, like a motivational tool for, for to go out there and actually live it, you know, cause it's only through the living of it that you really find out if you're getting any better. Yeah. Jesus. Do you, do you get that? No, no. I'm just curious. I,
2: I, I get, I get what you're saying. Cause it's something for for myself and i'm sure you've felt it in your in your different relationships like when you when you're out of it and you kind of go okay well they might have been a complete they might have done this wrong but also what did i what was i and I, a lot of my thing is um i'm like i'm very affectionate and very sweet and stuff but yeah i do i do struggle with um uh d- opening up completely um just because i don't yeah i don't want to I can't deal. I can't deal with them walking away from that, um, and I d- that's probably why I haven't been in a long-term relationship with like a nice guy. <laughs> um,
1: well, you know, it's hard to know. I mean, I know you keep trying to figure out why, but it's hard to know. Yeah, and know? then each
2: little relationship, even if it's short, and I think people relate to that, you do learn a little more. And then you think you're like, I can talk this through. Like you can be like, I can be nice to myself, or I can, I can. Talk, you know, I can be like logically. I need to do this now. Logically, I need to uh share this with this person. But the how you feel, it's like you can't ch- talk out how you're feeling, like that uncomfortableness or that vulnerability. It, it God, yeah. The, the more we're talking about this, the more I'm like, Oh Jesus, it's really hard, Des. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I, I want you to go back and listen to your response to the experiment.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just like, it's grand. But I guess I was thinking more like when we spoke about affection, I was thinking like ah, when you're like, your friends are like dating someone. I wasn't thinking like when, you know, the, long, the long-term effects and even as we talk about it, yeah, I can like, feel myself. like nobody
1: has problems with affection in the early part.
2: Yeah. So now, I know, now I'm now i like, all oh, right, that'll make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Because even sometimes like when I get close to a guy, right, and sometimes i can like like the odd one or like recently i had like like what i felt like like connection with a person just because they're also like kind of broken and i had shared some stuff about my mum, but i remember then being really uncomfortable like why did i share that they're going to just think they're not going to want to date someone who's who's gone through that and that's like mental and well you know they're going to think i'm fucking idiot or they're going to think i'm going to turn out like that and all these things so it was very uncomfortable to share the very private parts of it now he had shared something that was very like and that's how I felt comfortable doing it but then I was still in my head afterwards so I think that's the part like being intimate and and sharing your like why you're broken <laughs> um and if you can get through that I guess and if the person is supportive and understanding they'll um they'll it'll 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 work out but it's when they're not understanding that's when it fucks you up a little. This person was, so it was fine. Yeah, but,
1: but if... Yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, it
2: was scary, you know?
1: You wouldn't you wouldn't want to stick with the guy that's not understanding about that. Yeah,
2: well, I remember, I w- like, I don't know. Yeah, well, what actually... Well, firstly, have you... Because your mom's stuff is... is Like, I know you don't want to... But your mom's stuff is, is a relatively new re- re- revelation for you, right? Like, when you were with your long-term relationship, did you know that it was like you were having struggles with intimacy because... Um, of your relationship with your mom at the time? Were you able to communicate that? Or is that something that over the years that you've kind of figured out?
1: It's not a new revelation. No, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a revelation from, from then. It's a revelation from stopping drinking, stopping taking drugs and starting to have, you know, starting to take a look at myself. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it, it's, not, it's not a new revelation. And, you know, issues that came up in that relationship, you know, I, you know, I, was, I was seeing a counselor at that time so it was like it was all out in the open we were discussing it you know okay so anyway we have aiden coming up now i I chatted to aiden about his relationship with anna and uh we 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 really delve more into this affection stuff because aiden talks about sort of you know uh, being uncomfortable with that also so uh we'll chat with aiden and then myself and katie be back after the chat but anyway, you're heading into your year anniversary. You met on February 4th. Yes. Your year anniversary. Very serious relationship. You know, and you're at an age where, you know, when you've been with somebody
3: this long, I mean, the, the pressure starts to build. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, have you enjoyed the year? I, 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 I've enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it was, you know, ups and downs. I mean, we, we, within the first month, mom died. So that was a difficult day. Oh, that's right, man. Yeah, you know. Oh,
1: I, that's right. So, no, first month and a half. Mom died March 19th. So six weeks
3: into your relationship, mom died. Yeah, but I left like two weeks before that. You know, I was. Oh the, yeah, the mom so, was like, dying. I was like in New York, and we were to each other, and I was like, I was like, yeah, it's not going well. She's like, think positive. You're so negative. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not good. She's like, come on. I was like, yeah, she died. She was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was, she was like, that It was like a different level. You I know. know that's, that's a what, shock. That's a tough thing to deal with in the first, in the start of a relationship. But was
1: she, su- she was supportive though, right? Yeah, she was supportive. Yeah, she was cool. You know? I mean, I guess it was, it was good, it was good for you to have that, I think.
3: But it's tough to stay intimate with somebody right after your mother died, especially when, you know, we were all taken care of her, and I took care- we were all there in the end, you know, and then you, you know, you come back and you try to get into with our new, in a new relationship. You know? You found that tough? I did find that. tough. I mean, that's it a tough time in your life. tough I mean, time in your life, you know. Yeah, and
1: it's tough to grieve around somebody that you don't know that yeah, well. Yeah. You know, like cuz that is a that is like a that's a vulnerable time and then suddenly you're just like you're 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 in it.
3: But she's strong too. She's a very strong woman so this. Yeah, but that yeah. was
1: tough. I mean, I do I, I didn't honestly at the time when mom was I didn't think that you guys I I didn't think it would survive that. Cuz it's so new. And then suddenly you disappear, you would think that, you know, maybe she would just yeah, drift away, or you might drift
3: away. She doesn't want to let me go, you know?
1: No, I know, but, but seriously, I, you know, I think,
3: I, I did think that that would be pressure, you know? Oh, no, it was, you know, well, it was, it's, you know, it was tough, but uh, somehow we got through it. Yeah, because I know? always, you know,
1: I always think when, when somebody I don't know that well is like, how are you doing with all that? I'm always like... Shut the fuck up. I know, I know, but <laughs> she didn't.
3: She didn't. She was. She was good with all that. She didn't like get into it. You know? Oh, really? No, just distracted you. Yeah, just distracted. Well, but, that's
1: ideal. But you know, she's. Uh, but it is funny when people pull that shit of like, just be positive. It's like, well, whether I'm positive or negative is going to have no bearing on the fact if my mother lives or dies. You know, that's, that's the shit. I know, that's I know. the shit that mom. That's the shit that mom was pulling when dad was sick. It's like, well, I believe in miracles. It's like, all right, well, you believe in miracles. I'm going to prepare for the worst.
3: Uh, just so that we're, we're all, you know, everything's organized. But man, when you're in a relationship, it was so satisfying to be right. you know. <laughs> yeah, my mom's dead. Was like, I'm very sad about my mom dying, like, but I'm so happy that ooh. I was. <laughs> I was like, I'm right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. it's true. You know, but um, yeah, that was, you know, that was a trying time. So now a year anniversary and then the year of mom's death. You know? Well, I
1: don't, I don't care about the death anniversaries. Yeah. 'Cause that's just ridiculous, you know? Like mm. you know, I didn't care about I never knew dad's death date actually for, for many years. I just ignored it because it's just like it comes on you when it comes on you. Yeah, you I forgot, yeah, exactly. But then it, this this bloody well, this well, bloody well, fan kept messaging me every February fourth, saying thinking of you today. And eventually then I knew that it was a fucking February fourth. Yeah, I had tried that- to ignore
3: it. That was the first date me and Anna went on, February 4th. I oh, so like, you'll never forget that day. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I didn't Christ. think no, It's now. Like, I just thought of that there. I was like, yeah, I wasn't at Anna like, on the first date. Yeah, so I risked my dad's death. But it you really, didn't say that. I know. I didn't even think of it. I didn't even realize it at the time. But
1: What have, what have you found the toughest?
3: The toughest? Well, um,
1: like, you know, people get into that one year mark, you know, because the, you know, the, the honeymoon period ends. Well, oh, the know? hardest
3: part is, okay. Okay, it's a cultural thing. She's, well, Portuguese is considered Latina, right?
1: Well, it doesn't matter. She's so Portuguese. Like, oh, okay,
3: the hardest, the hardest part is that she's Portuguese, I'm Irish, American, but, you know, I'm not a very affectionate person. Right. So, like, she's definitely more affectionate than me. So, like, at the start, you know, when you first meet somebody, you're very affectionate. I'm always very affectionate when I first meet them, but then that wears off. And, we're, you know, but she wants to keep the affection going. So that is hard for me to you know stay with her level of affection right you struggle with that i struggle with that but i think i'm pretty good but how do you like what do you say do you tell her like well you got to go easy or like what do you say well she's like you know she'll get upset with my level of affection we, we, we will argue about it but i said okay. listen i'm here right now you'll make you laugh or you know i always try to point out something else that i do you know because it does stay hard to for passionate kisses for example you find that tough to keep that going sometimes yeah
1: passion- that is very intimate you know yeah, I know. But Kissing like, can be tough. Kissing's you know? tough, man. Kissing when you're, is very difficult. When, you, when you've
3: been together a while and that, you know, that, that can be difficult. You know, and I'm like, let's go. Let's brush our teeth. Let's go. Get the mouthwash. <laughs> I got, I'm always paranoid about my own breath, too. Me, too. That came so, from mom. Yeah. So I'm, Mom uh, gave us a huge breath paranoia. Yes. So then I'm straight up, you know, like, all right. But no that's problem. not a bad. Not a I'll bad get up pa- and brush my teeth and mouthwash and I'll go kiss her. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's, I have a weird thing with my breath. But she she doesn't see it that way, you know. Right, but 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 do you ever wonder if some of the breath paranoia is,
1: you know, a way you know like a way to to stop the spontaneity? Yeah, I think so a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that going on, you know. But it's an. I think that's a little bit of an OCD thing. I I have that a bit too. Sometimes I can but, get like I can get OCD about my breath, and then I
3: kind of like I don't want a kiss. But it is also to, you know. But me personally, I feel like I have bad breath you know but oh you think you have bad yeah breath. i think i'm paranoid yeah i mean i i have this special mouthwash i brush my teeth a lot you know oh so that's like an ocd yeah maybe i don't know but um you know there's certain things in relationship hey you know like you want to get affection fine let's go brush our teeth make sure our mouth is clean you know <laughs> i know it's terrible
1: <laughs> no i know but it is like it is kind of like in a way like a yeah. block like a barrier yeah, I know. you
3: know but i mean i do i do that you know i do i do the best i can you know, yeah, But she sure. says to me, "It's fine." She's like, "We work it." She's like, "I know that you make me laugh, and we have a good time together." So she puts up with it. Yes. Know? And of course, nobody's perfect. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Yeah. You know? And you guys have a good time,
1: but that's tough. I mean, I can, I, I, I can, I can identify. But with I'm that. fighting
3: through that. I'm fighting through the, you know, all that stuff.
1: You think because she's Portuguese, she's more like physically
3: affectionate? Yeah. I mean, she comes from a very affectionate family. You know, her parents are very affectionate with her. Oh, really? Yes. Her mother's really affectionate. And her father too, you know, two loving, two loving parents. You know what I mean? Are you making a comparison? No, no, I'm just <laughs> no, saying, I'm just, like, I'm just I'm like, just, it was just different. Of. You know, I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. It's just that we were a little bit different in our house.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't. You know, there wasn't there wasn't a ton of affection flowing our way. 100. percent No, that is tough. I can see that. I've had that. I've had that before in relationships where there's kind of a, a more of a desire for uh, physical affection uh, coming from the from the woman. You know and and it is it it is a compromise because sometimes you feel like why can't you just leave me alone i'm not comfortable but then other times you feel like it is up to you to provide that by the way because i'm sure there's some guys listening that struggle with the affection side of things you got any you got any tips me and katie are going to talk about it anyway you got any tips
3: tips yeah you know just do it you know you just gotta just do it but you also have to like let her know that like it's not part of you you do the best you can but i also show her other ways that i show affection yeah you know? i mean i do find sometimes like you know
1: sometimes it's almost like almost like a ticklish feeling and i i i have had situations in the past where people get offended cuz i kind of like have like a like a like a bit of a reflex recoil mm-hmm. and I, I i i feel bad i try to explain i was like sorry like it's not you it's just that, that's just that was a reflex that was like a on you know, a a non-controlled action there. It's nothing to do with you. I'll get comfortable in a second. But it was kind of like too tickly for me, you know? I just Mm -hmm. can't take it right now. And like, you know, and I, I do think that you need to push past, you know, you need to be affectionate. You need to be affectionate with them at times where perhaps you're not feeling it, but they need it. You need to push past all that. But then at the same time, it's like you can't stop yourself having massive physical reactions. You know? I mean, if they're in you, if there's an uncomfortability in you, I think they also have to have a little bit of, you know, give and take in that they have to understand that it is difficult for you to push past that physical feeling. In the same way that like, if it's tickly, what can you do? Mm. You know? Like if it's literally like, you know, tough to take, like what can you do? You, I mean... You're not saying to them, this is normal. But at the same time, you're saying, look, listen, sorry, this is part of who I am. And I, in this situation, like sometimes I push forward to make sure that you have enough affection. Right now, you just need to understand that this is like a little bit uncomfortable for me.
3: No? Yes. That's what I would
1: think anyway.
3: Well, sometimes it feels like it's like electric shock sometimes. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. You know?
1: That, that physical feeling. And I, gotta th- I, 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 I always think if you're feeling it, then you're not the only one. There must be some people listening that sometimes they get that 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 fucking feeling like ooh, fuck this is just yes. the uncomfortable.
3: But I've been with women who seem very frigid. Like when you touch them, they have a you know they have a you know. Yeah, so you've 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 been with people that have also that that physical
1: uh, uncomfortability.
3: Yeah, with women. Yeah, I have. I mean, it, I've been with Irish women. You you get it off them. You know, like because you know you first meet a girl, you're infatuated, and you kiss You know what I mean? Yeah. And they would have that kind of feeling. You know that kind of coldness and like you could see them like you know clench up oh right yeah know.
1: but that's like early on do you, you think that was well, do you think that was more from the affection or do you think that was more from their you know maybe
3: like just not 100% comfortable sexually it's hard to know I mean I, I definitely could say they're not affectionate like I could definitely see that in them they're not, they're not very affectionate you know and that's yeah, that's fine like I could see that, that that Irish girl was not affected not into affection oh this you know? was an ex yeah, I've been. Oh right, yeah, yeah. but um, but I would have been like jackpot. I know. In hindsight, jackpot
1: baby. In hindsight, I'm like man. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I listen. I I I I I like affection, and I like somebody to challenge me on it. Uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't like somebody who's so uncomfortable with affection that neither of us had to be affectionate with each other. I, I I do think I need a little bit of a I, I need a bit of a push. You know. I definitely need a bit of a push, mm. you know. No, how old is she? She's twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. When's she twenty-nine? In in May. All right. So you're going to be forty. She's going to be twenty-nine. I mean, it's a deep. That's a good. That's a nice age gap. For a it's young, a nice for gap. a young vivacious forty-year-old such as yourself. Yeah. I think that's a great age gap. It is a great age gap. Yeah. Now you guys met on Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. Yeah. So 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 that was a pretty. What was it? I mean. That's a pretty good first Bumble date. Did you did you know straight away?
3: Yeah, I did know straight away, yeah. What'd you guys do? We just went for a drink near the International. In, uh, you know, oh, like she met you at the show? Dakota was being redone, rebranded then, so it was closed. So there was a, a bar next door. Then we went for sushi.
1: Oh, so you had a drink and you were getting on, so I was like, let's, let's get some food?
3: Yeah, that's usually my thing. That's what I do on a date. You go for a drink, and it, it, dating in Dublin's very easy compared to other places. Right. You know, because you're right in the city center and there's loads of bars and there's loads of restaurants all within walking distance. So you, if if it goes well with the person, you could say, oh, let's move on to sushi. That's usually what I do when I was like, you know, a bachelor. So then you move on to like something like sushi or you ask the girl, what do you like? You like sushi? Oh, great. Then we go for sushi because you, sometimes you meet for like seven o'clock, you know, a little earlier. Yeah. You know, and she was finishing work. So it was like an early meeting, 637. Yeah. But, that's yeah. ideal because yeah. then you have an out. Yeah. And then you have an out or you take it on to the, for food. Yeah. So, you guys were getting on well. Yeah. So, let's go for sushi. Mm-hmm. What happened?
1: <laughs> no, but like, what was it about the sushi that made you, you know...
3: Yeah, well, she was like throwing it on me. She was, you know, first of all, she's really she's attractive. Like, I couldn't believe it. You do not know, meet like... You know, it's like, I couldn't believe this girl sitting in front of me. So, she know? was better than her photos? Yeah, she's better than her photos. I was like, oh, my God, this is girls for real. You know what I mean? Like, you're just curious. But she only had moved to Dublin a couple of weeks when she met me. Right. So... So you got her at a good time. She's like looking to connect. Well, I mean, I don't know. i like maybe she's looking to have a good time while she's looking to have something serious. Yeah. You know? But she met me and you know, she that's it. So that's you know? that's
1: a perfect bumble date. It's like boom, they sit down, you're like, I can't believe this. Then you're getting on well, go for sushi, bingo.
3: And the rest, you know, the rest the, the is rest history. is off the record. Off the record, yeah. <laughs> Shoes at the bottom of the stairs, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh no, that's great. You don't have to get into yeah. details. But
1: it was as good a first date can be, really.
3: Yeah, it was like, uh, I couldn't believe it, you know? Yeah. Well, that was a win. That was a huge win. And she's you know? been okay with the mom dying stuff? That's Well, she's, I mean, how could you handle that? I mean, she, her parents are only in her 50s. I you know? know. So she has no idea. You know, she has no idea what it's like. She just kept being herself. That was it. Like, she wasn't, and she's not a very, she's an affectionate person, but she's not very like... Emotional? yeah she's she's hard she's hard ass too you know she's affectionate, but she's hard, you know so she was just like you know she's like't throw, throw yourself into work she wasn't like she was like you know she wasn't like allowing me to like being self pity or anything like that mm. she doesn't want to hear any of that stuff <laughs> you know she's just like drive move forward like you know so you know she don't like 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 a lot of American culture she doesn't like it you know she's just she's a tough cookie really as well. Oh, you know. she doesn't like all the American, like... Drama. She hates mumbo-jumbo? Yeah, she hates drama. Yeah, she's always like, there's too much drama. So much drama in your life. In your life? Yeah, I was like, yeah, my mother just died. We are you talking about, what, drama? What do you want me to do? She's I, like, always like, too much drama, you know? What other drama is she yeah. talking about? You know, no, no, just, you know, I don't know. Every time she just hates drama. You know, she's like, she start talking too much American stuff. She likes, that's what she likes to describe it.
1: Oh, she doesn't like to get into, like, so she would hate, like, Brene Brown. She would hate talking about, like, shame. and
3: Yeah, any any stuff like that. Yeah, she's just not even in her, it's not even in her mind. She has no idea. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't, she watches her own shows. She doesn't, like, you know, like, Oprah wouldn't, she wouldn't be into Oprah is what I'm trying to say, you know. She doesn't listen to, like, like therapy, Sam South, Harris yeah, podcasts. South, no, she hates it all. I mean, she hates, like, sometimes you go watch these American movies, she's like, I hate this. Like, we walked out of, uh, <laughs> we walked out of, uh, even, I liked it, but we walked out of, um. Quentin Tarantino's latest movie, Hollywood. What was it? Oh, called? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, she walked did, out of that? Yeah, she hated it. We had to walk out of it. You know, she's like, this is the worst movie, so slow. She doesn't like, she doesn't see like the, you know, the art of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's a tough one for a lot of people. But she likes the movie Escape with Sylvester Stallone. And, <laughs> you know, she's like, I saw a great movie <laughs> <laughs> Escape Sylvester Stallone. And I like, put it on like, <laughs> I was like This is terrible <laughs> You know I'm like But then it was actually Not bad either Escape playing, uh Stavessa Stallone You know
1: Like you got into it
3: Yeah I got into it Like I like the artsy movie She doesn't like that So it was like a but fun But you know part, yeah. That's
1: maybe also Because it's in English no? Does she watch yeah. Portuguese subtitles
3: No She watches it. She went to English speaking school She went to English she Oh to right LB. okay She's You know She went to English high school Oh Okay so, but she, but well, she likes a, but she likes New York, you know. So it's she likes, funny. yeah. it's Very funny. <laughs> I watched this movie as <laughs> yeah, like, and I was like loving, what's up, at the Time in Highland? I just loved it. And she's like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she made you walk out. Yeah, we left. This is terrible. So you know, little things like that. So, so any other funny? You're pretty funny, making fun
1: of Anna. Any other funny Anna stuff?
3: Oh, no, that just came... That was just in the flow that. I can't, <laughs> I can't force it, man. You know, no, I can't... Yeah, I can't. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you're in the you're in the business of fucking forcing
3: funny moments, no, bro. No,
1: in We're in the forcing funny well, moments
3: business, you know? Mm.
1: Oh, that was pretty funny,
3: though. Oh, just the only... Like, it was just the way, like, okay, when we went to Cuba at Christmas.
1: All right, yeah, so tell us about Cuba. Well, you know,
3: <laughs> that's not the... You know, that's when you get to really test your relationship. Well, one is that she's... There's no Wi-Fi, so... <laughs> she's you know she's considered millennial or whatever but you know she likes I didn't realize how much she wanted her wifi you know she, right. and also she likes to take a lot of pictures that's one thing she does that's everywhere take pictures let's do a picture you know like yeah, uh, yeah. so anyways it was funny to watch her detox off wifi because <laughs> <laughs> I was loving it I was like this is great no wifi I was like this reminds me of the 80s you know like, yeah you know i ask people for directions you know because there's no google, yeah. you know, google maps so hey you know and you're forced to talk to people. You're actually forced to interact more when there's no internet, you know? Yeah, so that's so, great. Yeah, but she would be a little shy like that sometimes. But the food is not great, you know, like the food. You know, sometimes you could probably eat something that might be a little bit bad. and But you guys had a good
1: holiday, right? It didn't test your relationship too much. Uh, no,
3: the only time I tested it was like 3 o'clock in the morning when I had to run into the toilet, you know, and we're staying in the same room and I had an explosive diarrhea. <laughs> like, just like, but it was like, I'm talking, it was like 20 minutes. <laughs> Flow, like loud you know and she's laying there and she didn't get up like oh my god are you okay she's like oh god <laughs> like she like her like the natural nurse in her the like caretaker didn't come out she's like oh my god <laughs> it's disgusting this is horrible and i was like Anna, thanks for your help she's like jesus this is she doesn't this is horrible it's explosive diarrhea <laughs> is that where the word explosive That's, diarrhea yeah, came yeah from? she's the one because she's like you because have she, explosive diarrhea
1: yeah, because it, suddenly oh, you came back from Cuba and you kept talking about explosive diarrhea. It's yeah, like, she, fucking, uh, I've, had di- I've had diarrhea various times in my life. Where did this explosive word I, come she's from? Like, but she
3: was like, that was explosive. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, you know, like it was just like. But she got it then too, right? A little bit. But afterwards, I had a bed over there so it was like just every time i went to the toilet it was just like loud and yeah you got food poisoning but that's a tough thing you have to push past that and be sexually attracted to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, it's hard to sort of fucking flush and come in and be like hey you know, <laughs> hey, hey, baby mamacita. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you want to yeah. salsa with me man yeah
3: i know exactly so well that's good you got through that we got through that and you know it brings people closer you, you were getting annoyed about all the pictures but yeah, she I doesn't do like to know, be in the fucking pictures. No, she's in. You should see my phone. I got millions of pictures on like me putting it out on Instagram. Oh, she doesn't like you social media. She doesn't like doing She doesn't like social media. She's only. She's. She's. She's not even on Instagram, but she takes pictures all the time. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys know? have had great trips already. Yeah, she likes to travel, but she's not on Instagram showing everybody how great her life is. Like, she just know, likes she traveling. She just likes traveling, but we have millions of photos. Like you should see, my it's all me and her. And there's all pictures everywhere. The whole year, we have a whole array of pictures that no one's even seen. Which is why I might want to do a collage, you know. I want to do a little collage of uh, pictures, you know, put it out on, on, on my Facebook. Are you I, actually going to do that? I, I want to do that because I want people to to know she's real. Because <laughs> I don't think our family knows she's real. <laughs> I know, yeah, because like none of the... <laughs> no, but that was funny. When I brought it to New York and, you know, she saw a few of our family, I was like, look, she's real. <laughs> <laughs> You no, know, because I don't post any pictures of us together. The one time I put up, posted of a picture. I know, of mine, I remember. You got loads of comments. Yeah, and she was like, "That's too much," you know. You know, she's like, "Who's these people commenting?" <laughs> and uh, her, because her mom follows you on uh, Instagram. Yeah. So, her mom was like, "Blah blah blah." Her mom follows me on Instagram too. She knows everything that's going on right now. She's like, "You know, because we were at the rave yesterday, <laughs> on the mountain." And then Anna texts me, "Looks like you guys are having a good time." And it's her mother telling her. Yeah, yeah, her mother's telling her. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, behave. I'm watching you. I think. What did she say? She's like, uh. Oh, no. Was well, she probably gonna get annoyed about this then? Yeah, I don't even. I don't, well, I I don't know if they'll listen to this, but they are. But it's not bad. No, she. I always. This is stuff I, I joke around with her. What did she say? Look at all these texts. Look at this. She sends me gifts too. Is another thing I'd, I'd have. I have. Oh, think, that's millennial stuff. I know the gifts. Is, it's, I I struggle with that, man. Yeah, the gift stuff. Oh, that was another texting. Is another thing that was like. <laughs> just i'm not used to that you know i'm not used to communicating with texting i'm a better talker than i am texter yeah and then i was like i'm not on her gifts to give her some gifies, whatever they're called <laughs> <laughs> she sends me these gifts
1: well you can't complain you're dating a younger woman you gotta fucking get down and with the I'm gifts down. I'm, I'm going, you gotta get I down with the sh- gifts
3: and you gotta get down with the emojis bro Yeah, you know, emojis but the texting was another thing it was like she because she, the problem is that the whatsapp you like what is it, what the thing with whatsapp is you could tell when the person's on last yeah, yeah. scene today like i like i'm like it's like she probably sees i see the message but like to me a text message is like you know it's like an email you get time to reply you know like the, you read the text message like okay i'll reply to that in a little while but like you for a woman you see like it's an hour like since you've seen it or you know haven't replied and it's like hey where are you you know what's yeah, why, yeah. What,
1: what what's up yeah why the, why are you not replying yeah got, yeah well you see the thing is I feel like there's, there's kind of like a, there's like a text etiquette that has changed in that. Because when we started texting, it was like tap, 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 you know, Nokia texting. Mm-hmm. Like texting wasn't that handy. Yes. So we still called. And like, if you made a call, if you called somebody and talked for like 20 minutes, you don't need to communicate again for quite a while. The problem with text is, is he, it's just like mm-hmm. relentless throughout the day.
3: But, it's yeah. like, I just
1: need a fucking break. I just like, there's other things going on in my life. I'm still thinking about you. I still care about you. But can we not? With the, I, I, I'm just not from a generation where this, this texting is essential. We've had I, many I need a fights.
3: break. We've had many fights. Oh, really? Just, just like that. That's generational. Though. I say that. I'm like, yeah, I say exactly what you just said in the fights. You know, it's like, and I how can't does she respond? text you all the time? Like, I said, listen, I would say, okay, I text you in the morning and I'll talk to you tonight. I was like, I can't be engaging with you all day long. You know, it's driving me crazy. We have (laughs) fights like that. Yeah, well, no, I mean, every now and then
1: you check in. But when it's like relentless, it's just like, you know, and I never know. Here's the thing for our listeners. I'd be curious to know. What's the acceptable way to be like, okay like timeout, <laughs> you know just like this is we've been fucking texting for a while like especially if i'm like trying to write or something you know and then the rep- you know they keep coming in i just got i want to be like hey okay like w- what's the acceptable way to be like okay this is this has been a fantastic interaction now i would like just a break from fucking typing mm-hmm. i just want to break from typing
3: yeah and the dyslexic car can only take you so far you know? Yeah, well, you've He's, overplayed uh, that. You know, <laughs> you know it's hard for me just, to text. Get my thoughts on paper. You know, it's dyslexic. I speak in the three uh, yeah, languages. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she has the language card. She speaks French. She speaks really. Yeah, she speaks I mean, she Spanish, says, Portugal. You know, Portuguese. Portuguese. You can't even fucking speak. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two broken texts. If someone read her message, like, what country is your boyfriend from? <laughs> <laughs> no, my it gosh. You <laughs> <laughs> know, she jokes with. She's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and the you know, because I would, it was like, because I would have like, she's like, T- you never text me randomly. I would text you first. <laughs> oh, oh, she hit you with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that always happens. So, so this is like, good morning. <laughs> 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 So I just realized, <laughs> This morning, I was like, "Good morning." You said first, <laughs> yeah. I just I got to make sure I texted. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you got an hour jump. You are an <laughs> hour ahead. <laughs> you know, it's so funny.
1: Did she give you praise for texting her first?
3: No, no, we, like we don't bring that up. You know, you just you know you when you are in a relationship and you try to set boundaries or new rules. I think the worst thing for someone to say, thanks for texting this morning. I really appreciate that. (laughs) I think that ruins a relationship because that would just make me more mad. Like, you know, it's just like, just do it. You know, don't acknowledge it. Like, I find that if you, like, express your needs, don't acknowledge it afterwards. That's That's my pet peeve, but I could be wrong, you know. But
1: you guys have a good sex life and but, everything, right? It's like all very positive.
3: Yeah, it's positive and you know, she likes to have a laugh and she wants to have fun, you know, she wants to have a laugh. Yeah, she has a good yeah. sense of humor and she
1: likes some pretty fucking out there comics. I yeah, mean, no, I don't she, oh, she's but she se- she certainly seems to like a lot of the comics that rally against Yeah, some of the uh the changing dynamics in the battle between the sexes, if we were to be diplomatic. So she has she uh, when when I say she has a good sense of
3: humor, what I mean is she's she's certainly not easily offended. She's not easily offended, no. You know she likes all that, but she then she, likes,
1: th- she 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 seems to like the shock comedy. Is basically what I'm saying.
3: Well, yeah, it, it's shock comedy, but yeah, yeah, whatever that is, yeah. But she's then again, she likes teddy bears. You know, she has loads of teddy bears. In her <laughs> house. She likes get me. She's always like, get me a teddy bear if you want to get me a present. <laughs> but then again, she's like, I said, oh Kobe Bryant. She's like, I don't give a fuck. She's like, I was sad. Don't get me wrong, but like. I have my own life to worry about. <laughs> 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 that's why I'm like, yeah, you're right, Anna, you're right. Let's go. Yeah, get. Her, you know what you should do? She get her. You should get her a Kobe teddy yeah, bear. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> a teddy bear with the Kobe jersey on it. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, she has that. She's very sweet and strong at the same time. Yeah, you know, that's she good. has. A- She's
1: like a fucking a really good espresso with sugar in it yeah exactly she's strong like she's so like, she, dri- you know, she gets you fucking wound she, up
3: yeah that's why she's good she's in recruitment she's doing really well she's strong she drives forward a, pushes yeah. forward she's you know what I mean no
1: that's great man yeah and I like the fact that you're just speaking honestly about your you know so many people are full of shit with their fucking oh, everything's great it's like nah it's tough but it's fun and it's like all the back and forth sometimes you fucking have diarrhea in front of each other yeah, that's real no, life yeah it's real life and yeah. you're still together you know, Yeah, Some people I like, might be like, oh, I, "I like,
3: I like that she's strong, you know." But then again, she's sweet too. That's what I like about her, you know. Your little fucking espresso. Yeah, your she's little like Portuguese a, espresso. Yeah, you know, but she said she's always like, "I'm Latina." That's her thing. She says that, you know. Yeah,
1: she knows all about it. Mm. But she, she's not like the super jealous type, though. Right? No, she's, she's not like up in your. Fucking no, she
3: knows that I'm not. She's happy. She knows I'm not messing around, so she's happy. Like she's content. Yeah. You know?
1: But she's never been one Cause to Because we just spent a-
3: all the time together. She'll just give me a second. Every second is a text. Every second is a call. I mean, like. <laughs> you know? She like, really doesn't. You've been fucking skiing all day. <laughs> we texted, you know, we've been texting the whole time. You know? Yeah, but I think but that's she, pretty but, normal. But nowadays. she was great with the skiing. Like, there was no drama. Like, that's why I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah, you take the good there with was, the bad. There was no drama, like us going here. She's like, she's happy. Like, you know? You got to so, play the dead mom card on so that. Like, you got to be like, you know, it's just.
1: It's just nice to spend time with my brother, you know, with family.
3: No, that's great. I mean, she loves it. She was been, you know, that's what well, that's turning me on more about her. You know, not, what about the sex? It's like, you know, if you're not giving me a hard time, you know, well, that's a good balance. That's the balance of like, you
1: have your life, I have my life, we have our life together. So mm-hmm. if you can, if you can ma- manage all those three things, I think it's it's wonderful. I mean, I say that as somebody who's not in a relationship. But yeah, I think well, if I mean, you could work that out, it's a fucking ideal, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you honestly I think you're uh... Well,
3: she has things too that I find difficult, but I won't, you know, like what are you going to do? It's like you, no, you got to does. Everybody everybody does. Does. take the good with the bad, you know, you can't, be, you know. Everybody does. You know? You know, and like, you know, it's like, you know, look, I'm sure she has things about me that, you know. Of course she does. And I'm like, you know, everyone thinks they're perfect. That's the problem. Everyone thinks their shit don't stink, but uh Well, I don't we'll know is for... that <laughs> <laughs> I can
1: tell you for a fact. All right. Well, that was great. All right. I'm going to, we're going to get back. Some other time we'll do a podcast about mom. Get real fucking deep. Yeah. Not today though.
3: That was good fun anyways. Thank you, man. I had a great time. Thanks, bro.
1: Katie, um, Aiden was talking about, Aiden was talking about, uh, you know, the texting. And we both think that it's quite generational, just the amount of texting that's required in, in a modern relationship, a modern young person relationship. What is the etiquette for, what is the etiquette for like, you know, you've been texting for a while and you just kind of want to get on with your life for the day, you know, you don't want to insult them, but at the same time you want to be like, hey, like end of interaction. What's the right way to do that?
2: even doing that is great because I find it really annoying when they, like if we're texting and they just don't respond. But if they were just like, I will always, if it's me, I'll always be like, if we're texting, I'll just go, hey, look, I gotta go. I'm busy. Well, I'll talk to you later. And I think that's better or like talk or like, you know, talk to you soon. That way you're not. But I, I definitely think ending it is better because then the person's like waiting for fucking, and then they don't want to.
1: But I bet you, I, yeah, but yeah but you're 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 yeah 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 but you are still thinking about yeah but but you, yeah i i i bet you're you comfortable with, with the more texting than myself and age yeah <laughs> yeah 100% i
2: lo- like i
1: do feel i do feel it's generational oh right.
2: no absolutely like i yeah i love texting i love being like how are you how's your day and then telling someone about my day <laughs> and it's just kind of exciting you're like like the only time yeah, i don't know yeah, yeah. but I, I, I would prefer a phone call because sometimes the messages can be read a little wrong or you're like waiting around for a response and but, um, but yeah, no, I like communication for sure.
1: But well, how, how how much, like, how long are you texting? Say, like, your morning interaction, you know? How long before you it, it's acceptable to be like, all right, I got to fucking get on with shit?
2: I think at any stage. Like, I think, let's, like, I think sometimes, like, I think sometimes people want to, like, fucking tell you their whole life story every day. But I think if you're just, like, Hey, hope you're having a good day. Um, you know, that's like if you don't want to have an actual text conversation, you know, that's not your deal. But it's fine. I've
1: noticed the new the new way on Instagram to sort of be like, okay, enough is to to like the comment, to like the text. Yeah, that, a like is kind of like, all right, see you later.
2: Well, yeah, that's what people have know. I, I know. I hate that. I would rather just go. Um, I do that too, but it's like if it's not pe- if it's people I don't like, I'm cutting them off. I'm like, yeah.
1: No, I know, but I, but 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 sometimes it's kind of like. The conversation has kind of ended, but you just want to make sure that that's clear. So you just give it a little light.
2: Oh, yeah. And I think that's fine with friends. But I think if it's someone you're like, you're starting to shift or whatever, or you're starting to smooch, um, just being like, look, I got to go. I'm like, up to my eyes, but I'll talk soon is uh, is better than like a thumbs up on the message.
1: Yeah man I just did fucking think 15 minutes on the phone Fucking chatting And then I'll talk to you tonight No it's I like, love that leave me alone till tonight No no that's great Leave me alone till tonight
2: No I love that I would rather honestly And I had said it To the last person I was kind of smooching Like I was like You know Just just give, give us a shout And They they didn't do that Or text me <laughs> But I would have preferred um, Doing a phone call then Because uh, they had specifically said I don't like texting And I was like Yeah we'll just do a phone call And that didn't happen But point is That I think I think, yeah, I think you could just, you could just be like, hey, I'm not a big texter, but I'll give you a shout now and do 15 minutes to get everything. Do you
1: send, do you send, do you send gifts?
2: No, but I have them sent to me all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big gift sender, but a lot of people send gifts. I just, to me, it's not really a great form of communication.
2: Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a gifter. (laughs) I wouldn't even know how to. Plus it's so repetitive,
1: you know? Plus you have to know what the fucking, whatever fucking meme story is fucking behind this fucking stupid thing, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think it's quicker just to be like, bye, or not like this fucking gif of a dog waving bye at you. But whatever, like, it's cute. Like, if people, I just, I just, yeah. Uh,
1: I hate to be too much of an old man, you know? No,
2: yeah, no, I I like, if someone sends them, like, oh, that's cute, but I just don't, I just don't do it. But I also don't. Yeah, I also prefer, I prefer voicemails, voice messages than texting. Um, just, you know, I would, I, I, yeah, but then there's that level of intimacy as well where... Uh you're not gonna do that when you're first texting someone, you're not gonna like voicemail. But when you get to that point where you can be like, I'll just send them a voicemail and that's kinda grand. That's your whole day.
1: No, I voice message I voice message straight away. But I got that from China though. Like China WeChat, everybody voice messages. I just but I, I send voice messages all the time. Yeah, I
2: love I, I, I love. And when people mail.
1: respond in text people respond to my voice messages and text doesn't bother me. Like I'll keep sending voice messages.
2: I I I yeah. No, I think yeah, I think they're gr- I think they're great and
1: voice message for life. Yeah,
2: I also think with texting as well because I've had that a lot. Where oh, I, the last person I was texting texted me saying, "I've never been more confused texting someone than texting you." And I think a lot of it is a he's American, b um, I'm Irish, <laughs> so the words are different. What I'm saying, he was reading different, like reading in different tones, like reading that I was angry when I wasn't angry, when I'm just being like roasty. And I think an Irish person would have gotten that. So there's there's that already um, if you're texting someone from a different... And and as well, just people project what they want to read on it. You can read a sentence so many different ways. And then miscommunication happens a lot. No, I'm a fan of the phone. We need to get the phone calls because then you can just go five minutes. What's up? What's going on? Oh, that that would save me so much wasted energy if I just pick... This is actually, yeah, texting band. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the last texting interaction I had where it's the person read it as me being mad but it it wasn't it was me just being like kind of like roasty or like direct but I actually thinking about it if I had just picked up the phone that would have that would have saved a lot (laughs) so everybody phone calls let's go back to the olden days
1: All right, we got to go, Katie. Yeah. I, I don't like cutting you off, but... Uh, no, we got to go. I got to go. My poor brother's My poor brother been waiting to go to dinner for like 45 okay,
2: minutes. Okay, great. And Thanks, everybody. And if you're listening, please still listen. And I know sometimes, you know, it's funny and sometimes it's informative and not hysterical and Katie Buckley's killing it. But like, <laughs> keep keep with us, lads and ladies.
3: All right.
1: All right, Katie, I'll talk oh, to you soon. Oh, and rate and review. And just to point out that Aiden is at Ado Bishop on Instagram. You can see him most weekends, Thursday to Sunday, at the International Comedy Club. But do check uh, the International Comedy Club website to see who's on. And uh, don't forget, at Des Bishop, at Katie Boyle Comic. Chat to you soon, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.